Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered. And you know I'm going to give you my unfiltered truth. Having been a former naval officer, fed for a number of years working at the highest levels of government, and then finally a CEO of a D.C. consulting firm, and I worked for a lot of agencies and other firms in D.C., one of the things that I got to do was I got to work for a large, and I mean a very large, political consulting firm that consulted across all spectrums of environmental, energy, politics, you name it. They were very well embedded in all 50 states and even a couple of the territories. Every single state legislature has an embedded office next, do, next door or across the street from the capital of the state legislatures and, of course, Congress and the Senate. And it was truly an eye-opener working for them, seeing what went on behind the background, how they worked with congressmen and senators. Because the guy that formed the company, which I'm not going to use his name nor the company's name, has a number of ex-presidents who are invested owners and contributors. And, of course, uh, the whole purpose is one hand washes the other with the advent of allowing lobbying to Congress. It has subverted democracy and subverted the will of the people far, far more than even the worst bad actors could because it all comes down to money, 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 and what money can buy. And I, it was an eye-opener. If you watch my YouTube podcast, you'll get a little even more detail than you're going to get out of this. But, for example, in working with this particular D.C. uh, lobbying firm, actually a group, who ran the RNC and the DNC, and the RNC and the DNC Governor's Conference, which they hold annually, and uh, they do the same thing for the congressmen and the senators, they set political agendas for the year and coming years, their platforms. It's surprising how much power and control the lobbying firms have over Congress and have over the congressmen that work for them and the senators that work with them. Of course, it takes a lot of money to stay in office. And for example, and I'm just going to use this as an example, one of the IT technical firms that I was working with at the time with this DC consulting firm uh, had asked to have a personal meeting with Dick Durbin, senator from up north, of course, and uh, from her his and her home state. And at the time, I didn't know what the cost was until much later on. So when I was asked to step out of the room when Dick Durbin came in, and I like Dick Durbin uh, tremendously honest, ethical senator, does a lot of good for his people and for the country. But like all senators and all congressmen, we're subverted by money, and and it takes money to get reelected. So a part of the money that this firm would collect, and in the case of a senator, it usually averages around $50,000 for a 30-minute session. That's a lot of moolah. And I was astounded. And for a congressman, it usually goes, of course, depending upon the congressman and the political persuasion, it's, you know, it averages twenty to $30,000 for a congressman. Anyway, for Dick Durbin to meet with this IT group out of his home state, they had to pay, the, the small business had to pay $50,000 for a 30-minute session with him to get their point across to 
get their desires and concerns for legislation that would work to help them get more business in his state. And But there's no guarantee that when any business gives money to the lobbying firm to get the congressman or senator to meet with them, that they're ever going to get any legislation out of it. They hope for it, but there's no guarantees in this business. But I was astounded. There are actually some senators that um, people, businesses will pay, and even people will pay upwards of $100,000 for a 30-minute session. That's astounding. So, does it corrupt the system? Does it? Is it unethical? Sure, of course it is. And is the average American citizen working stiff ever going to have a say-so in his country? Hell no. Probably not. Not since this is the way that government does business these days via Congress, because it is, and, and it astounds me how stupid the American people are in general. They think that the federal government runs government. No, the federal government is the tail of the dog. Congress is the one who appropriates the money, creates the laws, and they are the dog. They are the one who wag the tail of the federal agencies. I don't understand why people think that, well, it's the federal agencies, they're not doing their job. No. It's Congress that's not doing its job. It's Congress that's making inappropriate laws or not the best laws. It's Congress that's wasting our money. All the federal government is doing is carrying out the will of Congress. That's all they do. They have to follow the laws. It didn't matter if I was working for DOT, DOL, or DOD. You had to do what Congress appropriated and said they had to do. X number of bombs have to be produced for... Uh, Certain purposes, that's what has to be done. It's appropriated for that purpose. But businesses that make those bombs and make medicines and stuff, they're the ones who do the lobbying, but they do not do the lobbying directly. No business goes directly to a congressman or a senator. They use many, many of the K Street lobbying firms that do that for them. And they, the lobbying firms put together the businesses, the Fortune 1000 to meet with the congressmen or senators, and that's why they collect money. Part of the money, maybe $10,000, will go to the congressman or senator's re-election fund. The rest of the money goes to the lobbying firm and uh, to pay for their overhead. And like I said, the one I was specifically talking about that has embedded offices in every legislature around the country, they have millions upon millions of dollars of overhead that has to be paid for, so they have to charge quite a bit of money to put together a small business or a large business with a congressman or senator to meet. I saw this happen firsthand over and over again, and it's just the way life is in Washington, D.C. This is not the way it was in the 50s, 60s, and early 70s. In the 50s, 60s, early 70s, basically, congressmen and senators would try to work for the will of the people, like Lawton Childs did for Florida. He was a Democrat and a wonderful guy, too. But that's not how things are working out anymore. So I just want you to understand that. So if you want to complain about government, if you want to complain about laws, call 202-225-3121. That's 202-225-3121 and leave a voicemail or go online and email your congressman and senator and let them know what you're displeased with, what you want the laws changed to, why you feel the way you do. Let them know how you feel. I do this almost every day. 
I will make a phone call to Congress and leave a message. And believe it or not, I actually do get responses back. And it's up to the will of the people, that means you, Y-O-U, to do that. So again, call 202-225-3121 and make your voice heard or stop being a fucking whiner all the time about things. Because if you're not willing to call and demand change, then just shut the hell up, okay? And with that, it's Bob out.